Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wabihi nasta'in wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyina Muhammad wa alihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin. In life we need guides, mentors, individuals who could take us out of the darkness of our ignorance into the light of knowledge. From a very young age, we have our parents, we have teachers. And similarly, in our struggle to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this journey, God has appointed certain individuals and personalities to be that guide for us. From amongst God's prophets, for instance. Of course, according to different reports and different theological studies that there have been approximately 124,000 prophets, the first of them being Adam, the last of them being, of course, our messenger Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And God says about the responsibility of the Prophet, alayhi salam, huwa alladhi ba'atha fil ummiyyina rasoolam minhum yatlu alayhim ayatihi wa yuzakkihim وَيُؤَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ لَفِي بَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ God says, and he is appointed from amongst you, a prophet, a messenger, who has certain responsibilities amongst them, وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُؤَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ His first and most important responsibility is to purify you. Meaning that the responsibility of the Messenger ﷺ is to help purify and cleanse these hearts and these souls which rest between our two shoulders. And of course we mean spiritually and not physically. Meaning take us out of vice and into virtue. Take us out of the darkness and the treachery and the sin that we're consistently engaging in into the light of the proximity and the company of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amongst the responsibilities of the Prophet, الحكمة, to teach the book, meaning to teach the Quran, to teach wisdom, not knowledge in terms of basic information, but wisdom that has the ability to allow us to transcend and reach that potential that God has created us for. These prophets and these messengers were not present in our company, well, then we would live in a state of utter darkness and misguidance. Thus, we need these prophets, and we need these teachers, and we need these mentors, and we need these guides, for they're consistently offering us knowledge, even though they may no longer be present in this transient dunya by means of their reports, by means of their teachings. The example that they set for us, of course, is made sacred within our tradition. And those who follow along in their legacy, individuals like that of the Ahlul Bayt, the family of the Messenger of God, who God has blessed them and has blessed us by blessing them. What do I mean? For in that famous verse, God states, "Innama It talks about the fact that this family and these personalities have been purified. 
And thus we have the ability to purify these hearts by means of walking in their sacred footsteps. By learning about their lives, by mirroring our examples from them, we have the ability to take the steps where we need to go during the course of our lives. Because their words and their traditions, it's real-time knowledge for us. And I know I've said this in past years, but as we enter into the middle of the month of Ramadan, we mark the birth of Imam Hassan ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib al-Mujtaba, Sibt al-Akbar, al-Hassan alayhi salam, the elder grandson of God's messenger, the son of Ali and Fatima, this individual who has merits that can be spoken about for days and days. But instead of speaking about him personally, for the course of the next couple of episodes, I want to take a little bit of the light that he has offered as a guide for us. For he is a personality who learns directly from the lap of the Messenger of God, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam. And thus when he speaks, we have to understand it as the word of the Prophet of God as well, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam. And when you go to the books of Ahadith and the books of Islamic history, you see the gifts that these personalities from the Ahlul Bayt, Ali, Fatima, Hassan, and Hussein, every time they speak, it's another gift. It's a gift that keeps on giving again. You read their words and your hearts become inspired, motivated, illuminated with their light. Kalamuhum Noor, as we recite in one of their ziyarat, one of their salutations. And in a famous line from Imam al-Hasan, alayhi salatu wasalam, which deserves some contemplation and reflection this evening, the Imam alayhi salam states, النِئْمَةُ مِحْنَةٌ فَإِنْ شَكَرْتَ كَانَتْ كَنْزَ وَإِنْ كَفَرْتَ سَارَتْ نَقِمَ He states that blessings are a trial. And think about it. When you're blessed with something good, when you're gifted with something nice, it can potentially be a trial for you or without a doubt, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying you by that. And I'm talking not about the gift that is given to you by your friend or your family member or your neighbor or whatever it might be. I'm talking about the blessings that we are intrinsically gifted by our Creator. God has given us life. Life itself is a trial. That God is testing us and trying us when He places us into this world. The moment or those moments that we are in good health, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us. What are we going to do with our good health? When we have free time, and there's numerous ahadith of the Prophet salam that speak to this reality as well, that no human being has been tested and tried more so than by two things. Number one is good health. And number two is free time. Because as we get older, and as life situations change, our health also declines and decreases. And as does our free time, we become so much busier. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will naturally hold us to account and say, what did you do when you were healthy? What did you do when you had free time? Did you waste it watching Netflix movies that you've already watched before? Or you decide to improve yourself, 
that you decide to improve the community and the society in which you live that's plagued by the racisms and the injustices that we're consistently being witness to. Which is why again the Imam alayhi salam, Imam al-Hassan salamullah alayhi states, that every blessing in itself is a test. And then he continues. And he states, فَإِنْ شَكَرْتَ كَانَتْ كَنْزَ And if you're in a state of gratitude for that blessing, meaning you know its worth, and then of course apply its worth, then realize that that blessing that you have been gifted is a treasure. What greater gift do we have than life? What greater gift do we have than health? What greater gift do we have than free time? What greater gift do we have than wealth? Even wealth, as we know, can be a mechanism by which God tries us. When you have wealth, it's important that you, of course, spend it and not hoard it. Spend it on your family. Spend it on those who are less fortunate. How we spend our wealth, of course, we are going to be held to account for it. Even something like food, every single evening when we break our fast during the month of Ramadan, you have food on your table. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to test us and He's going to try us. How much food are we eating? Are we wasting? Are we consistently accumulating, not only on our table, but even in our bodies to the extent whereby our bodies don't even have the capacity to eat anymore? All of that is a test. All of that is a trial. But when you say something like Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, in the name of God, the most compassionate, the most merciful, before you take your first morsel of food into your mouth. Or if you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you have that good health, and you have that wealth, and you have that free time, and you are surrounded and blessed by so many a blessing, then that blessing for you is a treasure. Meaning that it offers you a sense of calmness and solace and peace. It becomes a source of blessing for you when we are in a state of gratitude for the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has afforded us. And if we cover up those blessings, the Arabic language, the word kafara means to cover up. A kafir is the one who covers. And a kafir is also, of course, known as the disbeliever. Because what they actually do, in essence, is they cover the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They ignore them. They don't pay heed to them. They're negligent. They're forgetful. Or even if they do know, they fail to be thankful for them. Which is why the opposite of the word shukr or thankfulness is kufr. The opposite of thankfulness in the Arabic language is kufr, which means to cover the one, again, who distances themselves from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Imam salam says, for the one who is thankful for their blessings, they've found a treasure. But the one who fails to be thankful, the one who rejects these blessings, the one who covers these blessings, for them that blessing is not a treasure, but rather it's a curse. Because again, that wealth, that food, that health, family, anything and everything that we've been afforded with, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to hold us to account for it. 
Remember, this world is really transient. And of course, I remind myself before anyone else. This is important to remember that everything that we have is a loan from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's given it to us, but it has to return back. And the way that we deal with those blessings and how we spend them, be it our wealth, be it our health, be it our lives, be it the food on the table, and how we treat them, our family members, our friends, our community, all of that can either be a treasure which offers us a sense of contentment and peace during the course of this dunya, or can be a curse for us because we're going to be held accountable by the way that we interacted with them in the world beyond this one. Thus remember to be thankful, often, early, in the mornings, in the evenings, and to truly strive to do your best to hold yourself to account, to hold myself to account, to making sure that I'm not pushing away and I'm not being forgetful or negligent over any of the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has afforded me. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala tayyibin al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.